just don't want to hire a bunch of people and have to babysit because they don't know what they're doing or you don't know what the you know what they're up to and then you get a bunch of phone calls and you have to go here go there you know i don't want any of the headaches so it's you know it's easier just to keep a smaller team and stay lean and to, you know just get the work done yeah sometimes we have to work a little late but you know some days we get done early so then you know i let them off and you know so it works out for the best welcome to the landscape cafe and part two in this series Brought to you with support from Fort Myers Garden Service, maintaining and protecting business and residential landscapes. Visit fortmyersgardenservice.com or call 239-990-7494. Something that I'm learning as, as a young business owner is we have the opportunity to serve the needs of our community and to do that on a decent scale. Now we don't have to be like Brightview or Juniper or any of these massive companies, but to do it still as a small local business on a on a really good scale and serve a decent amount of clients in our area, we need the support of other people now. Whether that's employees, you know, some people hire, but I found such a great asset in hiring out different services like doing some bookkeeping, um, running the cash flow like them. Um, there's, man, there's, there's so much I'm learning to delegate so that way I can in, in turn serve more clients, do a better job at serving them. And, um, as, as we've been growing, that's, that's the best asset, um, is doing that. And, and I try not to bring on too many people because if you have too many people, your overhead can get too complicated to manage and it just, it just gets crazy, but I've tried to utilize um as many of the assets that i don't have to hire um or the, as much assets as possible without hiring people um that way i can take care of the people that i do have hired even better and then those assets can just perform perform really really well for us so um but that's cool man um so tell me tell me a little bit about um your team do you, is it just you right now or you said you have your father-in-law helping you as well yeah it's actually it's just me my father-in-law and my wife's uh, uncle so you know basically my uncle but yeah that's all it is we just go out and they go out mostly do all the mowing and maintenance and stuff and usually it takes on to do the mowing and stuff usually takes them about three days maybe three and a half days i go out during those three days I take uh, care of all the irrigation. I do, you know, all the spraying for the weed killing, pull the weeds, um, do some of the trimming. And then if we, um, if it needs to be trimmed, we basically go out and go out on Thursday or Friday and do trimming, pick that all up. So that's all done. And then when we can, we just fit in the extra work that we have to be able to do it. But I'm not looking to, you know, the grow so fast that, you know, I lose my mind because they're growing so fast, hiring people, this and that. So I'm looking to like, you know, grow, you know, hire one person a year to grow as fast as that. So we're booked out. I mean, we're booked out into the end of January just because of, you know, pushing the jobs back and stuff. Cause I only have so many guys, but I don't want right. to hire so many guys. So people are just waiting for us to do the work, you know, slowly as possible. But yeah, it's just us. Like I said, it's just me. I'm the younger one. I'm 26. You know, mm -hmm. my father-in-law's in his 50s, uncle's in his 50s. So, you know, it takes them a little bit of time to do it, but they they like doing it and they take their time and they do it right. So I can't complain. Nice. That's awesome, man. Well, it, there's nothing wrong with being small, especially when you have a core team 
that you know you can rely on because there's nothing worse than having a medium-sized team of a bunch of turkeys what i call them. a bunch of people that don't really want to be there just kind of looking around wandering around um man that's to have a, a core group of a group of guys is so incredible because you can get so much done with that and when they show up consistently show up every day and do the work um man you can't you can't ask for more than that and that's cool that it's family too um a lot of our business is is family working in it as well and um and it is definitely a blessing it's it's very cool because you can go home and most most people they don't get the opportunity to work with their family so they work more with whoever their work co-workers are they spend more time with them rather than with their own family itself so it's cool when you get to throw in the mix some family members and get to know them a little bit deeper and um, and work work beside them um you yeah said definitely. You do... and, and i like it but oh no no you're good what were you gonna say no i was just saying you know you don't have to go out and check on every job you don't have to go every week and check on every job and, you know if you have people you don't know working for you you know you never know what they're doing and stuff so you don't have to go to every i don't have to go to every job checking on every job because i know it's getting done right you know there's here there you know everybody misses something here or there so that, you know that's not a big deal but i don't you know i just don't want to hire a bunch of people i have to babysit because they don't know what they're doing or you don't know what the you know what they're up to and then you get a bunch of phone calls and you have to go here go there you know i don't want any of the headaches so it's you know it's easier just to keep a smaller team and stay lean and to, you know just get the work done yeah sometimes we have to work a little late but, you know, some days we get done early. So then, you know, I let them off and, you know, so it works out for the best. That is awesome. That is so cool. Um, so you said you do some with irrigation. You do the, the maintenance for that? Uh, yeah, we do maintenance. I do. Um, I do. I've done a couple installs and stuff. I haven't really gotten in, like, doing the installs and stuff. I've had a couple uh, home builders and stuff reach out to be able to do the irrigation and stuff. But... I haven't really gotten into, you know, maintenance, it, you know, it's pretty simple and stuff, but I haven't really gotten into installing them that much. I've done, we've probably done like eight or 10 of them over the last couple of years, but I just mostly maintenance them and stuff like that. That's cool. What do you, so is that one of the things you enjoy more at maintenance those? Cause you do that part or do you just choose to do that? Cause it takes up the less of the time. So that way you're freed up to do estimates and other things. Yeah, right now, yeah, that's why I haven't really chose, you know, because I just don't have enough manpower to be able to go out and do all the installs and then plus maintenance everything. And I got to maintenance all the irrigation on all the commercial sites. I do all the maintenance irrigation for all the uh, residential clients. So that that keeps me pretty busy because you'd be surprised how many heads break, how much stuff goes wrong with irrigation. So that's pretty, that keeps us pretty busy just maintenance in it, much less installing it. Ah, oh, that makes sense. So when, when, say for a commercial property, the, you're at a bank and uh, the little lady <laughs> rolls up on the curb and breaks the sprinkler head. Do you have to pay that or does the uh, pay for that in your contract or like, is there allowance in there for that? Or um, do you get to bill that above and beyond your contract that you already have with them? Yeah, I get the bill and above and beyond. So if there's anything broke, basically I go in every month on a commercial site and we do an irrigation test and anything that's wrong, I send them an invoice if they want. I haven't had any time that they didn't want to fix it. So everything we do, it's just build more than what the contract is and that's just extra work on top of it. So, you know, if one day they go in and there's a pipe bust and they need to dig it all out to fix it 
or like you said, just heads and stuff. You'd be surprised how many people run up on the curb, like you said, and hit the heads and stuff. And they, they replace it because they want the irrigation running because most of the sites have floor tam grass and, you know, they don't want to let it dry out and stuff. So, you know, they, they pretty much fix anything that's wrong with it. That's awesome. And you know, that's, that's really good. I think a lot of people discount maintenance services because we were like, Oh, you make more money doing installs, but yes, you can. But also the maintenance it's, you know, it's there every day. If we go through a recession or whatever, people still need the grass cut. You know, they're not going to stop that. Um, and that not only that on average on a maintenance count, if you do like walkthroughs with a customer and say, Hey, you know, I just want to walk the property with you once every six months or whatever. Um, there's on average about 30% of whatever your maintenance contract, say your maintenance contract is oh, just for rough numbers, say a hundred dollars in a year. Obviously it's not that, but a hundred dollars in a year, you're supposed to get anywhere from, I think it's 20 to 30% extra in enhancements or repairs or additions. So you get an extra 30 bucks. Um, in in that on average per maintenance count which most people don't think about that but maintenance is maintenance is a great consistent steady business and uh, i think a lot of people overlook it oh yeah yeah a lot of people do overlook it just because they think because you know you do landscaping yeah it's a bigger amount number but you only do the landscaping once now if you get the maintenance contract that did do landscaping you know that's nice you take care of the maintenance and stuff but to be able to have the revenue coming in every month and to be able to just, you know, take care of everything. Cause you know, right now as the hurricane came through, although a lot of the stuff was down, a lot of stuff is burnt, a lot of stuff is just dead. And a lot of the commercial sites that I have, they're ripping everything out and we're replacing everything. We're putting rock in all the beds, we're replacing all the landscaping of a lot of the commercial sites that I have. So we're gonna be busy for, uh, for a couple months at least, just redoing all the landscaping at all the commercial sites. Holy cow. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So we, so yeah, we have a we have a lot going on. I have, uh, let's see, I have about thirty invoices or quotes I have to get together for the commercial each commercial site to be able to do it all. Um, like the site right here in Labelle, there's an oak tree that fell in the building. Well, the power company they ran the power line to the oak tree to the box, so we had to wait for the power company to come out and remove it, and then we'll be able to remove the tree. Uh, we're doing it Friday to be able to remove the oak tree that's on the building. So, you know, stuff like that, that it hasn't even been cleaned up because you got to wait on, you know, other contractors to do their job to be able to come out and finish doing ours. But yeah, we were, we were steady busy when the hurricane came. You know, we we're seven days a week cleaning all the commercial sites, residential. I mean, I still have a lot of residential clients that haven't cleaned up because you know, obviously they're waiting on insurance. You know, the insurance nowadays, you know, it's a whole big deal. So we're still waiting on that to be able to clean up residential sites. That is crazy. So do you have a, a dump trailer to help you dispose of all the stuff that you clean up? Yeah, we got a seven by 16, four foot high size dump trailer that I bought at the beginning of the year to be able nice. to do like all the bulk mulch and stuff for all the commercial sites. So, you know, that has helped out tremendously, you know, with the hurricane and stuff. Wow. That's awesome, man. I, I love my dump trailer that we have. It's, it is unbelievable. The difference that it makes at the end of a day at 4, 4 PM, 5 PM and having to unload a trailer of rock by hand or something at the dump site. Oh my gosh. Um, and 
I used to, uh, you know, with the before I even had the dump trailer, I had the, we had the enclosed trailer, and like when we did tree jobs and stuff, we'd shove the enclosed trailer full of limbs and stuff, and then take it to the dump and pull it all out by hand. And at the beginning of the year, I said, "No, I'm tired of this. I don't care what it costs, what it, what what I needed, what I needed to do to get it." But yeah, we uh, we found one. And, you know, back then, back at the beginning of the year, there was reporters on still on a lot of stuff. So you know, mm-hmm. to be able to find one, we had to go to Jacksonville. We had to go to Jacksonville to be able to pick it up because that was the closest thing that was available within like I think six to twelve weeks of getting anything. So we wow. went up to Jacksonville and got that. But that's yeah, it's, crazy. It's, it's helped out it's helped out tremendously that's amazing man i remember oh my gosh you saying i remember the the days we used to put in our enclosed trailer too and i can't tell you how much like little equipment that we lost like little machetes rakes or anything because it would pull things off the wall when we would drag it out and, and throw it there and you know it's, it's in this mess so you don't see it Oh my gosh, I remember those days so vividly. The the purchase of the Yeah, dump. oh I know. Oh, I think that's been my number one investment in my entire company is purchasing my <laughs> dump trailer. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's it's helped out tremendously, and not not having to be able to have to because you know when you used to you had to load it, unload it, and at the end of the day, like you're saying, and you're whooped. You ain't definitely during the summertime down here. You know, it's over a hundred degrees. You know, and then having to pull that out and all. Yeah. It's, it's made a difference. That is awesome. Something I'm looking at investing in is, um, so we actually went from previous to this year, we were, we were doing like four man crews. Um, and we actually, we've gone to doing two man crews only. This is for our installation teams. Um, and we've been using more equipment. So instead of having all that crazy overhead, we would just have two really, really good guys and give them, you know, any equipment that they need to, to be able to, you know, bridge that gap of two, two employees that used to be there. Um, and so I've been looking at a lot of equipment and, you know, with the same uh, frame of mind that the dump trailer has been the best investment I've ever done because it speeds everything up so much faster, so much more efficient. I've been looking at other equipment as well. Um, so we can continue to do what we're doing on a, on a good scale. Um, I've been looking at these mulch mate trailers so they have mulch mate that goes on the back of a big landscape truck and they also have mulch mate that goes on the back of this custom uh dump trailer have you seen those before yeah i've seen them yeah yeah I, i've seen them at uh when i went out to gie a couple of years ago that was his first year he came out with them and i've seen them but now he does all kinds of stuff you know he does the, like you're saying the trucks he does it on back of trailers now you know they had make trailers and stuff yeah I, i've seen them what do you think about him? Uh, you know, the dude, like, I thought about getting one because to do the amount of mulch that we do and stuff and to be able to, you know, it's on a conveyor system, be able to pull everything out of the truck that's on a conveyor system without having your guys have to unload it, you know, because you have to do wheelbarrows, wheelbarrows full of mulch, and you have to do it. But to be able just to have, you know, you can go from, like like you were saying, a four-man crew down to a two-man crew, and all they're doing is hitting a button that's coming out, they're dumping it, going back, hitting a button, getting it out, and dumping it. So, you know, you, you liberate all that having to rake it all out of the dump trailer to be able to get it and spread it out, you know? Right. It's just it's so efficient, man. I've been, uh, it's... <laughs> I didn't realize how expensive it was. Uh, 
but when, when <laughs> they showed me the numbers, I was talking to I was not Dawson, I was talking to the other sales, but he's a great salesman, by the way. Um, and they were breaking down the numbers and they actually did a video on, you know, comparison, um, you know, versus if it was to, I think, just replace one employee. And, you know, the numbers are staggering. Like after the first year or two, it, it's totally kind of pays for itself. Um, but I'm like, just that upfront cost. I mean, you can finance it. I'm not a huge fan of financing, although I have, you know, uh, I financed, that's how I got started. Um, I financed with a couple trucks. Um, but I try to be real careful with how much uh, I don't want to over leverage myself. Um, but it's, it's incredible how expensive it is. But at the end of the day, it does make up for itself. And, you know, just like any investment, you know, up front, you know, it takes money to make money. The Landscape Cafe is a production of Pure Landscaping and the Niche Podcast Network. Learn more about Bailey, Katie, and the team by visiting purelandscaping.com. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. And don't forget, the best place to rate or follow the show is at thelandscapecafe.com. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned. There is more to come.